Hi, True Believers. This is Stan Lee, and I want to be sure to see you at my Los Angeles Super Comic Con on October 28th to 30th. And be sure to use code MELTDOWN for 12% off your tickets. Excelsior! Hey, guys and gals. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Attention, Meltcasters! Mention Meltcast inside Meltdown Comics, and any variant cover is reduced to $5. Follow through with this exclusive deal today. For those of you looking to join Loot Crate, we have a special promo code for this our very podcast. If you go to lootcrate.com backslash meltcast, use the promo code meltcast3, and that will get you the promotion that is most current for Loot Crate. Check it out, lootcrate.com. everyone and welcome to Meltcast 3.0 coming to you from Meltdown Comics which was voted best comic book store by LA Weekly of 2016. Mouth horns. If you hear other noises coming from Aristotle it's probably because he just downed all of the Chipotle and all of the Arrowhead water right now because he is a very busy man and also uh, there is a pressing 2001 screening (laughs) At the Egyptian that I guess we just have the hookup to. Yeah, it's part of Beyond Fest, brought to you by you know. Well, it's it's like a group effort of brought to you by, but Meltdown's in there. Mm-hmm. You go, you'll see the logo. And um, there's apparently going to be a laser show. Laser show. Not sure 100 percent how that will look or what that means, but I'm excited by it. Yeah, anytime you hear laser show, you're like, I could go to a crappy laser show, and I feel like it'd still be... It's better than a not laser <laughs> yeah. show. Um, and then we also have only two more shows of the Meltdown show. That is the Meltdown show that takes place in the Meltdown showroom with uh, Jonah Ray and Kumail Nanjiani, whom, if, if you don't know and you're listening to this podcast, like that's just a mortal sin, and you need to check it out, and you can do that by watching Comedy Central... Uh, the Meltdown is airing still presently, um, so go ahead and watch that. And if you're in the L.A. area, uh, Wednesday nights, you have two more Wednesdays to do so. Um, so come join us. I think it's still 8 even though it's the last two shows. It's still $8, um, but it's, I mean, we're talking like going to be sold, 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 sold out. So yeah, get on it. It's going to be bananas. Get on it. This last week was super busy. Yeah. So. And it, who's the biggest, like, who did you see that you're like, oh, yes, they're here tonight? Uh... Or did you hear uh, about Dimitri Martin? Yeah. Well, but I'm also I'm just a fan of Dimitri. Yeah, Martin, Dimitri's so. a cool guy. Dimitri is a really nice guy. Actually, he comes in here all the time. Um, I'll I, I'll use this as a quick segue into like when I first moved out here, the first uh, week that I knew of the Meltdown show and, and had the thought, oh, like I really want to go, but I have something I need to do tonight. I'm sure it's not going to go anywhere. 
famous last words because that was the same night that Robin Williams and Louis C.K. dropped in on the same night, and I forever um, hated myself for making that decision. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that there's some like drop in like Louis. Basically, I'm saying please, Louis, show up for the last week. Come on. Um, uh, Francisco reminded me that Chappelle also dropped in. Yes. Um, I've missed all of these great drop-ins. Yes, well. but I did make Zach Galifianakis, which was yeah. awesome. He had a bit where he, quote-unquote, was bombing um, and not getting the joke on right, quote-unquote. And uh, then he just took out a $20 set of $20 bills and just started handing out to people in the front <laughs> row. And I was very close to being one of those few people. But I just thought it was hilarious because it's a weird way of being charitable and being funny mm. in one bit. Um uh, so yes, yeah, so uh, come to the Meltdown shows while you still can. Um, as far as this Saturday, we have the 23rd anniversary of Meltdown. 20, 23, 24. I think it's 24. I think it's, or 23. Right. You're showing me 24. I wasn't sure. Just because I can't remember how I th- old I am. I so. think we've made I think the... it's 23. Yeah. yeah. I think I made the joke, nobody loves you when you're 23 year mm. coming up for us. Yes. Francisco! Anniversary, 23rd or 24th? 24. Oh, I was wrong. No. All right, so, um, so you can love us because yeah. we're already past the age of 23. Yeah. 24th uh, anniversary coming up. Yeah, that is crazy because I showed up here when it was the 21st. Huh. And the joke was that um, we could legally drink now as yeah. a store. Um, so, yeah, so that's going on. Um, tell me about a little bit more. Let's go back a little bit to Beyond Fest because you saw... I saw, well, I also saw The Bad Batch, which is the new movie from, uh, Aunt, I'm going to fuck up her name because I always do, Anna Lily Annapur, mm-hmm. only because I want to say Lily Annapur, mm. or, you know, mm-hmm. some other configuration of what her name actually is, Anna Lily Annapur, who did uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Right. Right. And so this is her movie with Jason Momoa, and he is huge. Yeah. He is uh, a yeah, he's Carl Drago. Movie. He's Aquaman. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. Uh and it's uh, it's it's funny that like she was there and she came out before the movie and said like if you're here because you heard from somebody or anybody's told you that this movie is like Mad Max like no that's not oh really is. yeah like it's not that uh, but it's it is comparable to Mad Max but I agree that it is not Mad Max what do you think uh, the comparisons were well it's because it's a uh, it's called the Bad Batch because uh. It never fully gets explained, but it's like a prison in Texas mm-hmm. that's just like land that is no longer part of the U.S. And they send you in there if you're... Like Getmo, but in Texas. Like what? Guantanamo. Yeah. 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 Uh, like it's, it's its own thing. You are no longer protected by the U.S. Anything goes. You're governing yourself in there. Mm. And so there's like all these different camps of people that live differently. And Interesting. Jason Momoa is part of this camp where, uh, like, you, you're introduced to him because all the people in there are, like, huge, beefy people, and they're, like, mm-hmm. all working out. Yeah. But they capture other people and cut them up and eat them. Okay, dude. Which is not a okay. spoiler. Be- okay. Yes. Well, um, I, I feel like it's going to be a spoiler for, like, something that's going to happen in the news. Like, all of these clowns that we've been seeing, they're going to turn uh, into, like, cannibalistic clowns or something. Because cannibalism came up in, I think three of the books that I read this week? There's a few other cannibal movies that are at 
at Beyond Fest. This is yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. Maybe it's, it's just like the new zombies. It's the, yeah, it, but it's like yes. It's like oh, what if those zombies weren't zombies? They were just normal people who wanted to eat. Right. <laughs> so we're sort of being like, let's let's stop with um, the oversaturation of the zombies, but let's like continue this out almost in a meta way. There was a book that just came out, um, or maybe it's a symbol for the internet. Oh, it could be. I mean, we are like it is a metaphor for our current state of affairs right now. Like we, in a in a way that it's like, I can remember being in college and being like, oh, I hate this like nationalistic sense of like uh, entitlement or something that the states has. Now it's kind of like, um, I don't even want to dare use the phrase "make America great again," but make make America unified again, make it truly the United States again. Um, because yes, uh, as you were hinting at the internet, we just like, we just devour each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, there wasn't a, there was not a South park this week and I was a little bit lost. <laughs> I was a little bit lost. I was sort of There's like, no why, guidance. why, why, why was there not? Why was there not? Especially when the cliffhanger last, uh, Last it didn't in like week. end the season or something. No, no, no. It's only it was we only have three in the can right now, and so we were waiting on the fourth. Was that Cartman? Um, the basic Cartman now that he doesn't exist on any of his devices, and yeah. the um, other um, there's a girl character I can't remember her name. Um, she she also had that happen where she just like quit. But she didn't do – the joke is that they're like, no one just quits Twitter. They leave about three pages of just incoherent ramblings about why they're going to quit Twitter before they actually quit Twitter. Um, and uh, so they basically – he asks – can I <laughs> – I'm not going to try the voice. He's like, can I, ask, uh, can I ask you a question? Do vaginas not have little balls underneath them? She's like, no, vaginas don't have balls. He's like, oh, I don't know why I thought that they had balls. And she's like, do you want me to show you? He's like – Oh my god! So I, to me, it's a cliffhanger for the show. In that, um, with the exception of of um, Cartman getting freaky with Michael Jackson, no, they've never really. He's never been a explored the yeah sexuality of Cartman. Little boys, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Which when you phrase it like that, Um, no, uh, yeah. So that was the cliffhanger, but it was also. I don't know if they're just waiting for yet another debate because the debate is currently, I think if I check my phone, it's going to rage here in two minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, uh, Francisco was getting it ready in the store. Another thing about Meltdown Comics, if there's any big event that you're like, no, I can't go shopping for my comics right now because some things, we usually have it on. Yeah. The Rams were playing just now, now that they're quote unquote home. And oh my God, is there so many advertisements saying we're home? Waited how many years? 20 some odd years? I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but anytime there's like an event and like Oscars, Emmys, anything, it's on. It's, it's on here. Yeah. Um, we have it going. Um, but yeah, Cannibals, man, crazy. Yeah. Uh, Still, lots of great stuff to see at Beyond Fest. By the time we're listening, what was to the this. what was the ring versus what you told oh, me about? Yes, the Grudge, uh, Kayoko versus Sadoko, uh, which <laughs> is are the well, it could be the other way around. I don't mm-hmm. remember the actual title, but right. it's the Grudge versus the Ring. It's the girl from the Grudge versus the girl from the Ring, and um, that's not to be confused with. Uh, in the American version, they called her Samara, right? Uh, oh, I don't even remember, but. I'm pretty certain that's what they called her. Whatever, yeah, the original the, Japanese version okay, of that. Okay, interesting. So you saw that. Yeah. And was it just a lot of... Uh, After the Bad Batch. Uh, 
Is uh, it? Noises? Uh, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend's been making fun of me because I... I've been like try. I've been secretly trying to do it, but you can't quietly practice that noise, right? So it's just been wait. Bad. You've been, so in the same way you've been practicing your Pokemon. Well, at least the, the Pokemon I've always been good at. I've been doing that <laughs> since I was a kid. Not even modest. You're yeah. like, come on, come on, dude. Yeah. This I'm is my pretty, expertise. I'm pretty good at okay, it. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I feel like I feel. It it was weird because like when the grudge came out and that noise like was sort of introduced, you're like weird. I always did that and I never thought of it as like a scary trippy thing. It was just like a thing you do. Yeah. Um, in a weird way, I almost feel like uh, Heath Ledger's Joker is that just with words? Because oh. he'll be like ah 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 ah, and I thought my jokes were bad. Like it's like it's basically that with words. Mm. It's like a weird like using the vocal fry in the back to use a theater term. Um, but yeah, that that uh, that must have been a cool match. Although I could also see how it'd be just like a suspense stalemate that you're like, would something happen, please? How was it? Uh, it's pretty bananas. Is uh, it? <laughs> when I was talking to somebody else, they said, uh, "Yeah, I heard that there isn't really like much of a fight," which could be said. But it, it's, I, I think of it as an Evil Dead Two kind of movie where it's like, oh, it is fun. It's like uh, I it's, could be wrong. It's aware it of could its be audience. my me interpreting it wrong because I don't understand the th- culture. Like the the. Yeah, which which is a whole other thing. Foreign but, film, but more about like the culture. the tone of their voices. Yeah, all of, my entire movie experience was subtitles. Yeah, so I could you know. Yeah, there was or, stuff in there that was like I'm that is for sure have to be a joke. Like yeah. there's lots of funny stuff in there, but maybe I'm just misinterpreting. Um, yeah, I've had this discussion with my roommate before, and he's like, "No way, man! If it's the original, then I'll always honor the original. But if it is a foreign film and it's horror, to mm-hmm. me." Sometimes they can pull it off where the subtitles don't distract, but I'm so busy like reading that it takes me out of the feel and the atmosphere and sometimes the jumps. Um and I think of I think most of this when I think of um Rec REC like uh, oh. recording uh, which uh the American version was called Quarantine. Like I loved Quarantine when I saw it. I went back and I watched Rec and I was like, "Oh, this informed so much of the American version, I mean, yeah, the American version takes, like, quite a bit from it. So it sh- it, it should have the honor of being, like, this is the the one that is coolest. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd still want to watch Quarantine because I just – I wouldn't want to have to mess with that. Now, that being said, Rec 2 is amazing. It's better than the first and it's better than Quarantine. Wow. So there are subtitles to that, but they didn't do Quarantine 2 like Rec 2. They mm. did it a completely different way. So it's like, we've established we're going to do our own thing. Right. And I I don't know if it was just because I was like, oh, cool. This is coming out in my time. I'm going to celebrate this sort of POV horror. Um, and I liked that. I know a lot of people were like, oh, it's tired now. Or like, oh, it's just too confusing. It doesn't take any. Um, I love I love when Quarantine came out. Quarantine was like a really cool just job well done. And then when somebody was like, let's watch Rec 2, even though that had subtitles, it got like way more like the, instead of it just being like rabies, it was also like these slither tight things you could pass through your mouth to the other person and just like lay an egg in them 
it was uh it was nuts it talk about bananas that's bananas so if you're looking for something as we are entering the month of october we're clean into the month of october now um we have we're a third of the way in um definitely watch the rec films if you have not yet also you i don't know if it's on there now or is coming to uh one of the other sponsors of beyond fest is shutter a horror streaming service uh De- dedicated to horror, and oh, wow. they, they will have it on Shutter. Interesting. Yeah, I imagine there has to be like, there's probably such an underground of like horror mm. that 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 if you're not going in it with the the goal of like let's unearth all of that stuff, I could see how Netflix and Hulu and Amazon would just let that slip through the crack. Mm. But Shutter, that sounds awesome. That sounds really cool, actually. Um, since you mes- mentioned Jason Momoa uh, earlier in a really uh, cool way, I have to also uh, mention that a Justice League featurette just came out. Um, it looks really cool. They all look cool together. They look like they're having fun. Um, and I will for I'll be talking about this until it comes out. But um, if you want to get a, a look at it um, from the behind the scenes sort of. Uh, look at it from their UK shoot. Um, go ahead and uh, check that out online now. Um, New York Comic Con also happened, um, and I did. it, it didn't seem like there was too many um, anything really in terms of like films that like dropped any big news. I was expecting mm. maybe something Rogue One. Oh yeah, to come out, but uh, yeah, I didn't hear anything I don't, regarding that. I always forget that those kind of things. Uh, I've heard that New York Comic Con is huge, but I don't know. I I always imagine I think of that stuff being held for San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw mostly um, uh, the costumes. Yeah, Um, there was a lot of costumes, and always I love hybrid costumes. They had uh, a Jason Todd. um, uh, I saw a Jason Todd uh, Red Hood with a Red Lantern ring. Mm. which hasn't been done in the comics um but just really yeah yeah you know he's an angry kid so why not give him the uh ring of rage um so i like those type of mashups i saw a pretty impressive one that is uh mystique mid-transformation oh yeah that was all over yeah that was everywhere yeah oh i wouldn't even thought of that that was very much job well done yeah um yeah, so to everyone I know that actually went um, and that I know online that I was like, oh, do you have fun? They're like, oh, yeah, it was so it was so great. And honestly, I bet in a way the the lack of presence of, um, you know, uh, movies and like the, the big things that kind of make San Diego feel crazier than it probably should um, I, was made them probably enjoy it because all I heard were good things. Yeah, though I will say I, I imagine that stuff's still there because the it wasn't like a big reveal kind of thing, but uh, a podcast right before this one that I was recording talked about how at New York Comic Con they had a, a a panel for Great Wall and uh, oh right they asked Matt Damon who was there apparently uh, uh, they asked him about the like the whitewashing, uh, how yeah, felt yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, you're kind of almost setting yourself up for that question. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. I, you really are. And what's interesting <laughs> is I saw an article that I started to read, but I didn't trust the source. So, like, mm. when, I can't, when I can't trust the source, I always just take it with a grain of salt. But it was, like, 
um, they basically were saying this isn't uh, th- this sort of like take on the myth was kind of what was told to people um, to hide the actual fact that the Great Wall was to divide like the people. Um, which I'd be for anyone that actually has more information, I would love that. But the it was the the article was saying that like having this sort of blockbustery like application and gloss put onto the Great Wall and making it feel like a very national like point of pride, it was actually at its uh building uh means to divide and it's uh it is a literal representation of a rift. And so when mm. you're kind of glorifying that riff and saying, Oh, it's the reason the wall is is to hold back monsters, that's not true and it in in some ways they felt like it was like dishonorable. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah the the whitewashing I don't know. To be honest, I'd love to be acting a part of an international market. Yeah. So I could just well, see how as like an actor, you'd be like, I'd want to do it because of course I'd like want everyone. That's what they talked about. That the the director who, I don't even know, is a very prominent Chinese director mm-hmm. was like, no, there's there's like other main characters in this movie. That's just the way yeah, the you trailer can, looks. Yeah, you can tell. It's, it's because for us, all we can recognize is Matt Damon. Yeah. You you can you can easily tell there's other characters. They cut to about twelve like in it, um, and Matt Damon shows up every once in a while. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I, I mean it, it looks interesting, and I know that a shit ton of money was put out to produce that thing. So I at least want to hear how it goes. Um, I also want to hear how it goes um, uh, in your going to Nathaniel's signing, which we talked about on the last episode. Yes. You got to catch just a little bit briefly. Uh, Last episode, we had Nathaniel Osoyo on, who, uh, his exhibit is, I believe, still up. Uh, I think it is out either sometime later this month or next month. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Riverside Art Museum, I went to his signing on, uh, oh man, what day? I think it was Thursday. Um, I think that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to remember, like, that was the day I went, right? Because that was the day I went. Uh, grossly underestimated how long it would take me to get there. Yeah, it's Uh, a stupid drive. Yeah. So it was, I think, from 6 to 9 or 6 to 10. Yeah. And I got there with, like, half an hour to, to look at stuff. Yeah. So. It, that, the drive, <laughs> for, for anyone that's, like, local and will know, like, local humor, although I'm trying to be as nice about it, um, that drive is the reason why, like, a relationship of mine ended. Was because it was just like, oh, I really like this. Might You're, as well have just been a long, day, long distance relationship. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. in a way, like, yeah. to, have to, to have to drive... Uh, close to two hours. It was like, oh, this is reserved at weekends, and then it. So it was just like, yeah, this I I can't do this. I and I'm trying to <laughs> trying my best, but yeah, yeah, that that drive. So if you were just like, oh, I'm just gonna catch like a quick. I could see how like you were cutting like, it close. Oh, yeah, but though once you finally arrived, totally worth it. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, pick up Nathaniel's book. I don't think it's online yet. But it should be. I know soon, he keeps teasing us. We've yeah. been like, this is the perfect medium for just like <laughs> teasing the product. Yeah. Um, but uh, they also had a self help graphics exhibit going on, which he talked about on the show mm-hmm. that you can go to other people's work and find 
the shadow people. His art with on their art. Yeah, and yeah. that was really cool. It's so well done. Um, and you, so you, did you feel like you were the only person who had that insight? Or did you notice that other people were Yeah, other like, people definitely knew. Okay. Like, he was giving tours and stuff. Nice. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, it was, also Riverside Art Museum is awesome. I... I would not have known that because I love their you know. down their like their their city like square basically mm. um, not square that's a square's more like where I'm from where it's it's like Riverside Iowa like sort of like Music Man like uh, or River City um, but anyway it, it's like their their town like Plaza was really ah. nice when I went there mm-hmm. um, so I could believe that because I think that's pretty much where that is um, uh, yes yeah, so uh, but. He'll also be at Kamikaze, where he, I believe, should have the book. Which Kamikaze is coming up also uh, as it approaches Halloween, All Hallows' Eve. That's uh, I always ask, hey, when's Kamikaze? And I always forget that it's like it's, it's Halloween the weekend, weekend of yeah Halloween. So um, for those of you in the area, um, ready to con it up because uh, you didn't feel like you got a fix um, at New York or you missed going to New York, we will be having kamikaze soon. So Yes, use the code MELTDOWN. Use the code MELTDOWN. That'll, that's a secret phrase that'll get you <laughs> many things, um, like love and respect. Uh, do you have anything before we move on to this slew of number ones that came out? Uh, no, let's move on to this, this slew. Slew. Slew it up. So... For those of you that are uh, avid listeners of Melcast 3.0, uh, you know a lot of times, sometimes I can be a broken record of like, Rebirth is so good. They're getting so many things done. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be so DC all the time because they're going to be like, all right, this is where I tune out and go wash the dishes or something and just let it drone in the background. But this was a week where I was like, my God, I'm grabbing 12 new number ones from like different publishers. It was, it feels like the good like those good times to like come in and, and buy. So um, we have like DC's Young Animal um, stuff. We have Image. We have Aftershock. I saw that. We definitely have some DC as well. Um, and then what is that one from Black Mask um, and Oni? I mean, it just keeps going on. Marvel had one in uh, Cage with an exclamation, number one, um, which you have as one of yours. So let's talk about that first. Oh, man, Cage. Uh, so the show is out. Still haven't watched it, by the way. Uh, I know, we're the worst. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just, we're, we're just <laughs> what are we doing? We have a uh, podcast about comics. We I haven't know. watched Netflix. It's, it's you know, it's busy. We're busy. I, I feel like but, I'm going to watch that when Iron Fist comes out, which I don't know when that is. They're starting to tease that now. But, yeah, yeah in, a we, in a way, I just want to binge Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist and at the same time. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but... Cage came out, which uh, I knew nothing of. I just saw a new book on the shelf. Cage. Dig it. Then somebody pointed out to me, like, oh, this. Uh, do you know who this writer is? And I don't know how to say his name. Gendy or Gendy Tartakovsky. And I was like, oh, uh, I know shit. the last name. I know the oh, last name. Yeah, like who is he's, it? This man raised me. He's the, I don't know uh, how to like properly credit him with these shows, but he created and worked on Dexter's Lab, Samurai oh, yeah. Jack, you can Powerpuff tell. Girls. And it, yeah, the you moment you open up the book, it's like, oh my God, I am transported right back to my childhood. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, I had to pick it up and read it. Yeah, you can tell the second that you, the, the poses that all of them take, um, 
the eyes, the chins, the fists, the the long necks. There's just a weird like they're all like underlit, almost like they're in horror in a way. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. So uh, we we've ha- we talked about it like when they did um, Power Man and Iron Fist, and we talked about how like kind of fun the uh, language was in that. How mm. was the story? In this. Uh, it takes place back in the. I want to say, I'm going to say 70s. 70s it is 70s. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's that, 70s. Not, I don't know. He is the here. like heart and soul of. It's the 70s. 70s Luke Cage. 70s soul. Uh, and it's just him kind of being a badass, fighting crime, and then uh, he goes to a date with a uh, misty night, and uh, she's late, and he gets mad, and it goes looking for her. Turns out she's missing. Mm. So now he's on a mission. Man on a mission. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to read this. I didn't get a chance to, but I'm going to read it when I get home. Um, you also get a pretty cool cameo from uh, Cyclops, Wolverine, and uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, that Cyclops, like, you turn the page, that was a great, like, one-page splash. Mm. And it's But, like, so much of it is just more rewarding seeing his take on them. Yeah. Like, yeah, because that normally I wouldn't care, but because it's him and you see this like funny looking Wolverine running with a long neck, yeah, is is gold. Yeah, yeah, and Nightcrawler too. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. So what I did read, um, since we have a shared title that we can get to uh, in a second, I mentioned a little bit about cannibals. Um, <laughs> definitely from Image Comics, uh, uh, Brian Buccioletto. And Jay Young taking on the story of Cannibal. Um, and this is the very first issue, verse, uh, very first chapter. The art is by Matthias Bergara. And uh, it's set in 1994 uh, during a Category 5 hurricane um, that swept through the southeast. And it's set in Florida. And basically, in the way that you explained, uh, there's like a panel where um, he the, the guy basically says... Uh, to him, uh, I told you to go back inside. I told you to go back inside too late now. I'm just so hungry. And, uh, he just starts eating a guy in the alleyway. Nice. Yeah. And, um, so I would, I would equate it a little bit to like Southern Bastards, um, a little bit like Outcast. Like there are these like outcasts and this very like dark tone that's being applied to it. Um, there's even a weird, I mean, they're, they're just twisted. I don't know if anyone's depicted in a light. Cause the guy that you think is a hero, uh, shows up, puts a bag around a woman's head when she's walking to the car. Uh, it's basically like, I'm going to give it to you so hard. And then, uh, she laughs and you realize that it's role playing that they're doing. So even the hero is, has this like weird kink and his, uh, lady, um, is a part of the weird kink too. Um and as long as uh, it's consensual. Yeah, no, no, they, they they make sure of that. I was like, oh, if we're getting into cross territory, I don't think I need to be going down <laughs> that rabbit hole. Um, but in a way, it is kind of like cross because it's just uh, it's just it's like that, and it's 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 cool because I I'm a sucker for really good covers, and um, that is a cool cover. Yeah, it looks like uh, basically a pack of cigarettes um, with just uh, the brand being Cannibal brand um, and says a Southern original. Um, In a similar cover we have from Brian Azzarello another Brian, um, Moonshine uh, which if we're if uh, we're talking about cigarettes uh, Moonshine, this was basically uh, 
this is at the time where we're in the prohibition era and uh kind of the seediness of of oh i heard you get made good moonshine i had the logistics to do it i'm a part of the mafia we want to take your batch you know um and so it's one of those stories not unlike uh lawless if you've seen that uh, film but there is something that i feel like is a play on moon of moonshine um and we and don't what is that we don't have it confirmed um, but I, I would say it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's gotta happen cause we never see the beast. We just see some feral eyes and some, uh, people going through the woods looking for the house where they make the, uh, batches of moonshine. Uh, and I'm fairly certain that it is a full moon when they are looking through the woods. So I think, uh, this prohibition era thing, uh, we're going to have it confirmed, um, that there, uh, is a, uh, werewolf amongst the prohibitioners. That um, is how it was explained to me. Oh, was it explained to you? Yeah. Or just that somebody was like, yeah, yeah I'm sure, I'm, so. sure I, I'm somebody who doesn't dive too deeply because I want the sort of mystique of it, but I'm sure mm. if you go to image, they're like, oh, uh, issue three is when we see the beat, you know, yeah. I'm sure if you go there, it, it explains it. But for those of you that are like me and sort of purposely keep yourself in the dark, it, um, that's the tease. It only came up offer. with me because much like the cannibal thing, somebody was saying, uh, oh, wow, like uh, we've got two werewolf books this week. There is another werewolf book out on the shelf, which I'm forgetting. Oh, was it, but, well, was it, um, Wolf? I think, yeah, it was probably the, something the, that's The second more. volume of Wolf? Mm-mm. Another issue. And like a, a another, mm. yeah. Because so. I know um, Wolf... Um, Wolves the and were- cannibals. Yeah, the werewolf. And it's honestly more um, monsters than just werewolves, but it was set in L.A. We had the creator um, in here. Ah. Um, talked about it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, werewolves. Yeah, I suppose in October, you'd ramp it all up. Yeah. Um, get the Get those books out. Um, another one real quickly, uh, before we get into, uh, the shared book that we have, uh, Max Landis came out with another book, Green Valley. Uh, this one is him playing within the medieval tapestry. It still has the tone of, of Max Landis. Like there's, uh, kind of like a, uh, yucking it up of these like four horsemen, the, uh, the Knights of Ladonia. Um, basically, they're like four badass horsemen that, in a 300 sense, like staved off advancements from barbarians that like were in the like 400,000 or something like that. Uh, or 400 men. Yeah, 400 men. Um, so it's four versus 400. Um, and it's very fun medieval like it's it's a lot of uh you could identify with one of the horsemen and uh see yourself as one of the knights i feel like everyone would have one that they would relate to um and then the there's like a almost red wedding-esque sort of moment in that they have this big feast and then the night of the feast is when uh, the barbarians come back after they've had their asses handed to him and just burn the city and uh, and uh, the oldest horseman that you see is faced with the barbarian king at the very end. And he, in a very Beowulf sense, has no clothes on because he was laying with his mistress. And he's getting ready to take on the barbarian king. So if you are a fan of Max Landis' comic book writing, which I am most 
of of what uh, Max Landis does. I'm actually a fan of his uh, comic book work. Um, this is a this is a fun. It's just a fun story. Um, and you are jonesing from uh, Game of Thrones since we have a gap in our sort of medieval and fantasy. Um, this is a good book. Uh, it's called Green Valley. Uh, it's the very number one, and it's a uh, partnership of Image and Skybound. So who knows? Um, if this gets something. some traction, we could easily see a medieval choose-your-own-adventure uh, like uh, The Walking Dead Skybound yeah. and Telltale Games. Oh, yeah, It was funny when you showed me the page that you did. Yeah. Because uh, it has four horses, and... I I have no way of confirming this because I'm not an artist, but I've heard, I feel like on multiple occasions that, for whatever reason, I don't can't explain. Artists hate drawing horses. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. That, that for whatever, like I I'm pretty sure I've I've heard this from people that are like yeah they're just really hard to draw, for whatever reason. Huh. Like they can't. They're hard to pin down. Um, well, we talked about uh, Max Landis, so we have to talk about who's doing the penciling and uh, inking. So we have Giuseppe Comuncoli doing the penciling Giuseppe. and doing the uh, cover as well. We have Cliff Rathburn doing the inking and the colorist Jean-Francois Beaulieu. They uh, are the artistic team, and they did uh, – for people – I guess if that's a thing within art that uh, – uh, horses are difficult to draw. I think they're doing a kick-ass and, job. Yeah, and uh, the style uh, is is very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the coloring. It's a it's a good book, so I would definitely check that out. Now, as for our shared title, we do have a shared one. What is it? Shade the Changing Girl from DC's Young Animals. Yes, and we had been hearing about this for a long while. Uh, yes. Well, I guess, do you mean Young Animal or Shade the Changing Girl? We, I'd been hearing about her, but yeah, I know at least you've referenced to what DC's Young Animal is uh, on the show before, so yes. give another brief little... Especially now that I know more, having read... Uh, I think I talked about Doom Patrol last time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I did, yeah. but uh, in the back, there's a whole Gerard's explanation as to what Young Animal is, and it's just a, it's an imprint. It's the... I think Wildstorm was an imprint as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is just a new one for Gerard to explore the weird, interesting stuff like he loved when he had when he was reading comics as a young Right. As a young lad. Yeah. Uh so Shade the Changing Girl is the second book to come out under Young Animals imprint. Written by Cecil Keston oh, wait, what's her name? I uh ah, ah. Cecil Castellucci and artist is Marley Zarcone. I feel like we just like said so many different Italian artists. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> uh, I was a fan of Zarcone because if, I hate that I can't remember the name of the series, but she did another really great. Uh, she was the artist in another another great series about uh, a girl who was like a teenage, uh, not a teenage, a child actor. In a Power Rangers-esque show. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Grew up to be a cop. And then did porn, too. Did an adult film. Uh, there was like a... It's not yeah, like... Yeah. They don't touch, touch on it much, but the first but issue there. has that. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so when I uh, saw like the earlier pages of it and stuff, I was like, this looks so familiar. Uh, that's why. Yeah. Great artist. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's something to definitely talk about the art on this. Um, so talking, I feel like talking about the art will almost inform what the story is kind of like because it starts off, I, I feel like, almost kind of Archie-esque um, when especially you get like three pages in, they have almost the comic dots in the background um, yeah. sort of making you feel like it's an Archie-like book. But then the then the beat drops, then the acid kicks in. Um, even though I think they're taking Molly or something like this in this, there's drug use in this book. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's when that's when things just start to get weird, and we start to see a character called Loma. What did you make of Loma? The, this this character here, correct? Is that Loma? Yes, like a uh, a bird looking a fanatic of. Because uh, from what I understand, it Shade is a previously existing character. Yes, correct? that's yeah. Power is madness. Hmm. Uh. Which, so I'm just completely, I, with the exception of that little tidbit, I know nothing of the gathering from uh, the first uh, issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like I and I have heard people talk about Shade before, but uh, in only explain that to me. Yeah, uh, but I imagine this character Loma is a fan of that original Shade. Yeah, and is uh, uh like a I don't want to say a fanatic, but just trying to fulfill that dream of being Shade. existing in the skin of Shade. Yes. Yeah, because Loma can hop into bodies into different. I believe it's the coat, though, isn't it? The coat that does that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I know. There was this like. I almost had to talk it out with you because it, it felt like such an abstract thing. Yeah, it's a. It, I mean, like I have to say this every time. It's a. It's a first issue. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, we'll get there. But there was yeah, <laughs> definitely some body hopping that was happening. Um, yeah. and Loma was going like in and out. Um, and the, the, we we were watching. So Loma is this alien, alien, almost like dinosaur bird. So like, think anytime you've seen where someone's like actually. Dinosaurs would never have looked like they did in Jurassic Park because so many of them did have feathers. Like, that's the type of... That's what Loma looks like. It's like a dinosaur with feathers. Mm. Um, and then the her, her... Who she's slupping with, uh, to use the onomatopoeia, schlipping with, um, that they offer on the book, um, looks like a panda. Just remove all the black fur and then give, like, eight noodle arms to it. They're slipping. They're slipping together. Use your imagination on on that onomatopoeia. Um, but then we, so we have these aliens that are these weird creatures that are um, having their parallel story, be it a be a storyline, B storyline. But then we have the teen adventure that happens. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd say adventure. <laughs> well, they yeah they. Uh. They have a experience. They have a midwater orgy, the night, yeah. And uh, and in in a parallel way, they um, are on the synchronized swimming team. And there's yes. a there's yeah. a there's a sort of footnote thing that they do to to talk about the issue or comment on the issue, um, where they basically say, "Where is it?" They talk about how high school is like is a much harder experience in like a trippy like dark place high school can really be a dark place so i feel like this is a 
a sort of commentary on on anyone that's gone to high school and had it actually rough and mm. and don't exactly like the depiction of like oh isn't high school crazy you know what i mean um yeah here it is uh the maddest place on earth high school and you can't leave a mess on meta without somebody noticing um oh so i wonder if uh the drug they're taking is called meta hmm. that'd be interesting yeah um yeah it and then a, it's real cool yeah, there's a there's a mini comic that happens in the back too. Oh yeah, from little from little Hernandez, little Natal- Natalia. Natalia Natalia Hernandez and Gilbert. Yeah, yep. Krill's big cool surprise. <laughs> uh, it felt like a strippy comic. Definitely, uh, I don't want to spoil it because it's a very short one, but uh, it's fun, very lighthearted. They also promise a few other ones uh, from DC's Young Animal. In Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. Uh, they also showed Mother Panic, and, uh, yeah, they talk a little bit about some of those. Uh, they have, like, bios on Shade, the Changing Girl, and Cave Carson. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the what you've cited before, uh, Greetings from Above Below, where Gerard Way talks about curating DC's Young Animal. Um, so, yeah, so... A lot of things happened this weekend. Um, a lot of things happening currently, probably, with the debates. I don't know. Let's turn on. Let's see what the first thing Oof. they say on Twitter is when I go to it to check. Donald Trump implodes in first few seconds. <laughs> Tiny little butthole mouth implodes inwards. Um, that's not actually what I read, but I wonder if... It'd be believable. Numbers like this for healthcare. It's only getting worse. In 17, of course. it implodes by itself. He's saying implodes? Wow, that's crazy. Congress for more money. More and more money. This is live. Well, when you're listening to it, he'll have already said it, but... Obamacare will never work. I don't know about it's that. very bad, very bad health insurance. Far too expensive. And not only expensive for the person that has it, unbelievably expensive for our country. It's going to be one of the biggest line items... So he's got a mic. He looks like he's about ready to drop. Like he's like, oh, I can't wait to do a mic drop at some point in this. Absolutely much less I think it, was, it might just be a tiny hand. That's true. He, he can't boom. fully grip it. Yeah. He can't fully grip it. Hillary's just standing behind him. So this is one of those like weird in the round uh, ways of going about. They a want debate. To those lines because that gives the insurance companies <sighs> essentially monopolies. We want competition. Okay, well, we don't need to listen to that hypnotic uh, fodder anymore. But um, spoil the debates for you. Well, it'll be like <laughs> I'm sure anyone will have listened or heard it before. But um, yeah. yeah. Oh, if you're in the California area, I would almost say. I mean, obviously, it matters about the nation, but I know that there are a number of things that, in terms of um, propositions, like Proposition 55, um, and the numbers that I'm getting calls on, and I, I personally am going to be like this week following up on. Okay, how should I feel about this? Because there's a number of things that are trying to move right now, mm-hmm. and if they're worthwhile, I want to give them legs. So there's, there's a few resources for you to go for our local yeah. listeners who haven't are like, oh yeah, they I've been hearing about this like all the time. Um, let's collectively educate ourselves as Californians um, and actually make something happen if it has the chance to do so um yeah but come celebrate with us too um and we can collectively 
this talk Saturday. about things like that. Talk about comics um, this Saturday for uh, 24, as uh, Francisco said, um, and uh, catch the Meltdown show for the two times that you can. If you haven't yet and you think that you want to go, I guarantee you, you'll be surprised if you go right now and try and do it, how hard it will be to do it if you wait any longer. Because mm-hmm. this, I mean, we're talking about people who were like religious and they're like coming here. Um, and so do it now if you can, um, which yeah. I'm sure you still can. So do it now. Also, if you haven't seen it, go check out uh, Chuck Kerr's flyer for our, our 24th. Yeah. It's a, I'm, uh, he gave Mel eight new looks and they are great yeah. because they're all monster movie looks we we love mel and we love chuck um yeah so thank you for listening this will be a really really quick one sometimes we like to go long sometimes we like to go short sometimes we have a pressing thing like 2001 waiting for us and a laser show um so thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week Bye. bye hey thanks for picking us up like us on facebook Follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events. They happen every day.